What's up, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, I'm Megan, I'm your host, and today I wanted to give you guys a little update about prep and all of that good stuff. This is actually the second time I'm recording this because I decided I just didn't like my first version of it. So we're going to try this again, and I'm just going to jump right in and say, for the time being, if you saw my Instagram, you already know this, but prep is over. I'm calling it a longer diet break, is what we're going to call it. But for the time being, prep is over until my coach says otherwise. This was kind of really emotional news for me to take in, and it took me a while to process it. Because when you have your heart set on something and you want it so badly, it's difficult to take in that it's not going to happen in the time frame that you want it to or that you thought it was going to or even if it's not going to happen at all. That hits hard. That's emotional. It's sad. I went through all the emotions. First, I was angry angry at my body for not doing what it was supposed to be doing, angry at the timing for it just not working out. And then, you know, I was sad, obviously, the whole time I was sad. But I am a very self-aware person. And after just thinking about it a little bit and marinating in like I'm fucking chicken in teriyaki sauce, I had to marinate in (laughs) the news. After marinating on it for some time, I realized that me being upset about prep being over wasn't so much about the fact that I wouldn't be stepping on stage this year, because the stage is always going to be there. It's never going anywhere. Competing is always going to be a thing. At least I hope so. Never say never, but I hope it's always going to be a thing. (laughs) Um, it was more so about the fact that I still have unresolved, uh, body image issues and I am currently in a place where I'm still uncomfortable with my body. This is the heaviest that I've been outside of being pregnant with my son. And there are a lot of days that it's hard for me to look in the mirror and be happy with the way that my body looks. This is more weight than I've ever had to carry around on my body before. Like I said, outside of being pregnant, when I was pregnant, I was, my heaviest was 161 pounds. And right now I am weighing in at 140 to 143, depending on the day. And seeing that number is hard. It's emotional. It's triggering. And... You know, that number has nothing to do with the way I look. It has nothing to do with me and my appearance. That number doesn't affect my self-worth. But the number itself, uh, not seeing it move the way it was supposed to while I was in prep. Obviously, when you're in prep, your body weight is going to go down as long as things go the way they should. And that wasn't happening. And not seeing that happen became frustrating. So the scale became very not upsetting, but it caused some anxieties. And knowing that the number isn't supposed to be going down anymore, I see that relationship changing and me being more okay 
with the number on the scale. My real issue with prep being over was just that I wasn't happy with the way that I looked. And, you know, this, the week when I got this news, I had just gotten off my period. So (laughs) my emotional state was already like up in the air. And I have very heavy um, cycle symptoms. I have really bad ovulation pain and it causes it causes a lot of lower abdomen distension and bloating more than I would say is normal and obviously I get the intense mood swings like one minute I'm happy the next I could be crying over the stupidest little thing um so getting that news on that week probably did not help my mental health at all or my mental state in processing and handling the emotions behind you know prep being over you know I went through an eating disorder when I was younger and I've always had this image in my head I I hold myself to a very high standard and I thought I was hearing my son call my name and saying mommy but really I'm hearing the dog snoring (laughs) so yeah I hold myself to a very high standard and I'm very hard on myself and if I'm not at my best then obviously those all or nothing thoughts start to flood in and you know when I was younger I got made fun of, obviously, for being heavier, and I'm built wider. I don't have, like, an hourglass frame or anything like that. I don't have a small waist. I only have a small waist because I've built my back up and because, you know, when I'm lean, when I'm stage lean, and when I pose, my waist looks small, but I don't have a small waist. I don't have, like, a natural X frame. I'm very, like, SpongeBob-like. I'm very square and athletic. You know, I have the broad shoulders, the muscular legs... And when I was younger, that very much bothered me. You know, I always wanted to look like the Victoria's Secret models because I always wanted to model. Like, that was what I wanted to do when I was younger. And I always say that you can get over an eating disorder. You can recover. You can improve your mental state. But there's always going to be moments in time where those feelings that caused you to be that way are going to get triggered and you're going to have to deal with them the only difference is you have the tools to deal with them and not put yourself in harm's way not starve yourself and realize that you know it's just a thought it's not reality so when I was processing the idea that prep was over it was more so the fact that in my mind that triggered the feelings of, you know, I'm not my best. I'm not going to be my best for a little while. And, you know, because I'm not happy with myself, I immediately went back to those feelings of not being good enough and not wanting to end prep because I didn't feel like I was, I guess, small enough. When in reality, I, on a good day, I can look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm in shape. I look good. I may not be stage lean, but stage lean isn't maintainable. It's not something that you should strive to be every day. It's not healthy. (laughs) Like we all know being stage lean isn't healthy. It's an extreme. It's literally just for one day. Obviously, it takes a long time to like weeks and months of hard work to get stage lean. But the reality is that look is meant for one day it is meant for the stage it's not meant for your life you can't live your life on sub 2000 calories 
doing hours of cardio six days a week, being so run down and reliant on caffeine to not fall asleep all day, that's just not healthy. So my body not responding, it was just time to to reverse diet and get my calories back up. Coach wants us to get my intake up to 12 to 15 times my body weight, which I did the math and it ends up being around just a little over 2,000 calories, which is fine. Um, That's really not too far off from where I'm at now. I'm eating around 1,500 calories, a little over that a day. I have consistent macros. I'm no longer carb cycling. I'm no longer on low carb with two refeed days. Um, I'm no longer doing uh, like 300 minutes of cardio a week. I'm down to 150 a week. I'm still trying to keep my steps around 15,000 a day. On average, I'm anywhere between 10 to 15. My rest days are usually around 10 and then on days that I do cardio or train, then they're higher obviously and I'm closer to the 15. I figure as long as I'm striving for a high number that keeps me motivated to be active and be on my feet, which working from home, being a stay-at-home mom, that's what I need because on the days when Liam's not here, I'm a lot less active or I tend to be anyway. So those are the days like I make sure I take the dog for a walk or two and I make sure I you know, plan my cardio for those days and I make sure that I'm being on my feet because if not, I'll just, I'll be honest, I'll sit around, I'll work and I won't really move much unless I have some sort of accountability to do so. So that's what I'm doing right now to get my calories up to where they need to be. And then, you know, when coach gives the go ahead, we'll get back in prep mode. And I'm really excited for that point to come. And I'm more motivated now than ever to get my calories up and do whatever I have to do to get back on stage. Because at the end of the day, the goal hasn't changed. I still want to get my pro card. I still want to one day, hopefully, if I'm lucky enough, if I do the work and I am able to, you know, make it to the Olympia stage. That would be an amazing experience and something that I would love to do just to say I experienced it. Obviously, everybody wants to place and placing would be an absolute dream come true. But the way I look at it at the end of the day, that's something that not everybody can say that they've done. And it would just be an honor to be up there on stage in the presence of so many women that I look up to and admire and just to be in that environment would be an absolute blessing. So the goal hasn't changed. We just gotta take a little bit longer of a route to get there. And the fact that, you know, like I said, my body wasn't responding. I haven't lost any weight. I've lost maybe an inch off my waist. And I definitely, my body composition has gotten leaner, but at the end of the day, like it, nothing was enough to get me past my sticking point. So I do plan on getting my hormones tested and seeing if anything is off there because I have a very strong suspicion that it is for multiple reasons. One being the fact that I have never had this problem losing weight before. You know, when you are a normal healthy person and all your hormones are where they need to be, If you're in a caloric deficit and doing cardio and lifting, you're going to lose body fat. 
and the fact that I was dieting so heavily and doing so much cardio and nothing was happening tells me that something's not right. The second one being that I, for the last two years that I've had my period back after, you know, my last prep season. So I guess it would almost be three years now, but for the last however many years that I've had a cycle monthly, I have not had more than one week of being in a consistent mood where I wasn't like happy one minute or depressed the next or like depressed for a week and then ecstatically happy for two days and then anxious for five and my moods are just all over the place and that also isn't typically normal so something is off there and I just need to get to the bottom of whatever is going on with my body so that I can continue to work towards my goals in bodybuilding and also so I can just be a better, (laughs) happier, balanced overall person and that will obviously carry over into being a better mom and being more patient and just really trying to be proactive with my health and set a good example of doing so for my kids because I don't want them to grow up and put their health on the back burner like I have out of fear, out of being so driven to accomplish my goals that it just it's the last thing that I think about until obviously now I have to. So just really trying to be proactive with my health and make sure that everything is okay internally and if it's not taking the steps to correct it so that it is and so that I can keep it that way even when I do prep again and get back on stage and go to those extremes that are necessary to get back on stage because (laughs) hi cowboy because prep really does it takes a hit on your hormones and I would like to say do not leave your hormones unchecked if you're a competitor please get them checked i got my thyroid checked a few months ago because my doctors wanted to make sure that that wasn't causing my depression and anxiety to be worse because when you have a low activating thyroid or a low functioning thyroid that is a symptom of that is depression and anxiety worsen what worsened depression and anxiety so everything was normal there which is great But I want to make sure that, you know, all my other hormones are in check and have recovered from, you know, prepping this time around and obviously three years ago when I last prepped. Just if you compete, make sure you get your hormones checked after every season so that you can set a game plan to get them back where they need to be. Because not only do your sex hormones take a hit, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, all those take a hit obviously your hunger hormones take a hit and your cortisol and there's so many factors that go into play internally that a lot of people don't think about that can really affect your health and it's just important to be proactive so that when the time comes that you do stop competing you're not having to deal with multiple major health issues so that is my little update with prep and i just want to thank all of you who have been following my journey on social media on instagram thank you for the support and you know you'll see me back on stage
We just gotta take a different route. God, my dog is so cute. I love him. (laughs) So I guess you can call this kind of a mini episode for this week because I really don't have anything to say other than that. I just wanted to re-record this and get a more focused, straightforward podcast out for y'all. I will return next week with some more fun stuff. And I'm going to call it a night and go make my nightly salad. I love you guys and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.